0: Hello everyone and welcome to Avid Travel with Britton Frost. I, of course, am your host, Britton Frost. This week we have an exciting interview with Crystal Cruises' Walter Littlejohn. Now, I do want to talk about a little bit of cruise news. We still have a lot of deals going on because it's wave season. So just keep up with the blog on River Cruise Advisor. Um, If you're interested in checking those deals out, I will post as many as I can, as many as I hear about. And uh, with that being said, I also have a new piece on the blog as well, which has to do with water levels. And that water levels piece, um, I took a compilation of comments made through these interviews that I've been doing with my for my podcast um, with these cruise executives. And just, I, I compiled them to see how each cruise line, well, each cruise line that I've spoken with has dealt with the issue. Now, as I talk to more people, we'll of course be able to add on that and maybe have a part two Um, But in that same vein, I am taking the next two weeks off from interviewing people. The podcast will still be coming out. Um, However, the next two episodes are going to be back to our roots with just me um, speaking. So... I am very excited about the direction of this podcast in the new year. I think we're doing well. Um, I've come up with a schedule, but if there's anything that y'all would like to hear about, please make sure to tell me. Um, I put my email in the description of every episode. So feel free to reach out and just say, hey, can you talk about this or can you answer this question? And I'm I'm willing and eager to answer your questions. Uh, But without further ado, let's go ahead and get into the podcast with Walter Littlejohn from Crystal Cruises. joined with Walter Littlejohn, the Vice President and Managing Director of Crystal River Cruises. How are you today, Walter?
1: I'm doing wonderful, Britton. Thank you so much for having me today.
0: I Thank you for joining me. I, I'm sure that we're going to have a good show. And I'm so excited to talk about Crystal. It's not a ship that I have been on myself, but I have done all of the profiles for the ships on our sites. And I have looked at so many pictures and the ships are just beautiful. Um, I want to just start off, you know, straight out and ask you, what are you most excited about with Crystal River Cruises in 2019?
1: We are um, very bullish about the year. It's the first year where we're going to have a really fantastic lineup of shorter seven night cruises, Um, We also have a brand new program starting on the Mosul River, which I'm very, very excited about. Uh, That'll be round trip from Amsterdam. And so um, it's going to be basically our second full year of operation with all five ships. Um, We have a great crew. We have a great program, great lineup of itineraries. And and, uh, so we're just excited about the, the season overall.
0: Absolutely. And can you talk a little bit more about the itineraries and some of the shore excursions that are going to be offered or shore experiences, as you call them?
1: Yeah. So um, the specifically, when uh, if I'm referring to the, the Mosul, um, it's a really lovely cruise where we'll be spending about six nights uh, on the Mosul River itself, uh, visiting not only Kokum, but also Bern Castle in Trier and, and, and actually doing two full days in Trier. Uh, and so we'll be able to, um, offer a really fantastic lineup of excursions. It's a 10-night cruise, and we have close to 44 different, uh, shore excursions that guests will be able to choose from, which is just a, that, you know, that's part of our, um, brand differentiators, to be able to offer guests a wide assortment of excursions so they can have small groups and they can tailor the, the vacation experience to their liking. So um, there's some really great options there. And so as an example, when the guests are in Trier, they'll be able to do a really fantastic walking tour of a lot of the uh, Roman ruins that are in Trier itself. And of course, we'll have a a full day option uh, uh, excursion to Luxembourg because Luxembourg is not far away. So it's really, really a, a nice itinerary. We have Dusseldorf in there as well on the Rhine because the cruise will be round trip out of Amsterdam. Uh, and so we'll do some really wonderful excursions, uh, seeing some of the art galleries in Düsseldorf and some uh, local delicacy tastings and so forth. So great program. And then also um, our uh, our new cruises on the Rhine on the Crystal Bach, which will be seven nights between Amsterdam and Basel, also have some fantastic options like uh, full day excursions to Heidelberg and and uh, some wine tastings and lots of bike uh tours as well guided bike tours
0: so are those some some of your favorites then what you highlighted yeah okay
1: yeah yeah
0: Yeah. and you know it's nice that we talk about options and i did an interview with pam hoffey from avalon and we talked a lot about offering uh guest choice and how that's so important because you don't, while you want to give people a travel experience that's taking them out of their comfort zone and breaking up their day-to-day life a little bit, also you don't want to do that on in some aspects. You want to give people things that they're comfortable with and, and provide them with options that, you know, they're not it's not taking them super out of their comfort zone and things that they might do day to day, but in a different location and, and offering that choice because some people do like to do things that are crazy and that they would never do, but some people just want to walk around cities and do those kind of more traditional um, river cruise tours. So it's nice that you have the option of all of those and 44 is, is a spectacular number.
1: Yeah. So when you know, when you have the luxury positioning that we have really bringing the, the global standard of luxury to Europe's greatest um, the luxury consumer does what they want to do, when they want to do it, how they want to do it, and we, as a supplier, we're just supposed to be able to facilitate that. We we shouldn't make decisions for them, um, and so that's why we offer so many choices so that people can really have the kind of experience that they're expecting, that they're looking for, and of course that that that. That means different things for different people and it also means different things for the same person at different times and by having all of these options it allows people to have that kind of freedom that they really uh, crave to have when they go on vacation.
0: Yeah, and, and I like that you make the distinction of not only having different things for different people but also having different things for the same person because some days when I'm on a cruise, I like to sit in my room and read a book and some days I like to go and out and walk and or bike or, or something. And so it's nice that you can kind of cater not only to different guests but also to, to the same guests uh, providing different experiences. I really yeah. appreciate that distinction. Yeah. And and for yeah. a for a brand that's so new, you said it. You've been operating for a couple of years, and uh, I mean, what do you think has been the biz- biggest part of the success of the line? Because it started in twenty sixteen.
1: Yeah, and and the the great thing about it is that uh, since twenty sixteen, six, since we started, we've been operating at over ninety percent occupancy um, each and every year, each and every season, and that's. Having introduced a a huge amount of capacity, we you know, we started in 2016 with just Crystal Mozart, and now we're up to five ships, um, which is quite a bit, you know, quite a bit of growth. Um, It's very, very simple. First off, we we got into this business because our guests were telling us um, that if they had been on a river cruise, it was um, below the standard to which they were accustomed. And others were telling us that they wouldn't go on a river cruise because the standard of luxury that they were looking for didn't exist. So we have basically just opened up a whole, our presence in the market has just opened up a whole new segment to the river industry. Um, By and large, every product that's out there is a great product, and everyone has their own niche and their own um, uh, sector and and appeal to different audiences. Crystal is most appealing to the true luxury traveler, Um, the person who. Um, you know, stays at five-star hotels and wouldn't think of staying anywhere else, the person who does very, very high-end tours or very high-end ocean cruises, you know, including a lot of Crystal's competitors in the ocean space, we are the only cruise line that matches their expectations. And so that's why this has taken off, because there's been a lot of pent-up demand for this kind of experience on Europe's rivers.
0: So are you seeing a lot of... um, ocean travelers coming over from your ocean ships onto the river?
1: Yes, we are. Uh, again, that was the driving force for getting into the business because, because they wanted uh, this kind of a cruise. But not only crystal guests, by the way, we we're seeing a lot of guests come from other ocean cruise lines as well.
0: And And then do you have a lot of repeat guests on your river cruises as well?
1: You know, it's been really fascinating because um, we, so we have cruises on the Danube, the Rhine, the Mosul River uh, specifically, as well as a few on the mine. And so we don't have a huge breadth of itineraries, yet we are already seeing people who are sailing with us the fourth and fifth time on Crystal River cruises. Uh, It becomes more than about the itinerary for them because, of course, one guest described it to me. She says, I've done the same itinerary, but each time I've come, I've done different things. Um, And so that is really, really nice to see where the repeat ratio has been really spectacular since we started. And we anticipated it will only grow. We use as our model our ocean cruise line, and, and we have a very, very loyal um, base of customers at crystal who have been sailing with us for a very long time. They enjoy the experience. It feels like home to them. And, uh, we are, we are basically delivering that same experience just on a river cruise ship platform.
0: And I mean, we, we talk about the luxury traveler, of course, because you are the most luxurious river cruise line and, uh, you know, there's there are luxury experiences everywhere on the ship. You talk about the uh, farm-to-table Michelin dining and the design of the ship and the butlers. I mean, let's talk first about dining, but how does that experience complement the trip as well? You talk about the people who would be staying in five-star resorts. I mean, I, that's the level that they expect.
1: Yeah, So um, Crystal, as a brand, has always, uh, over the years, won a lot of awards for its cuisine. And and so we basically took that program uh, that we've been perfecting on the ocean ships and brought it to the river ships, but then we we did it with a twist because we were able to do um, farm-to-table where we're, we're sourcing everything locally because where the ships sail, it's some of the richest farm regions in the world, in Austria and Germany specifically. So, um, you know, the, the essence of that experience is that if you can imagine, you have these highly trained, skilled chefs who, who are um, creating cuisine to the Michelin st- standard, right? They're using only fresh ingredients, nothing brought on board, canned, frozen, pre-prepared, nothing. Everything using only fresh ingredients. And then they're preparing it a la minute for the guests. So when you go to dinner um, and you order you know, the filet with sauteed spinach and glazed carrots, whatever, that is all being prepared for you as you place the order, not pre-prepared in advance, not the banquet style of dining that you would typically find on a river cruise ship. And so it really elevates the dining experience to a whole nother level. And of course, then we layer on top of that, the fact that guests have um, multiple restaurants to choose from, right? And then as well, complete, true, flexible, open seating dining, where the guests come into the restaurant whenever they want, and they sit wherever they want. They sit with their traveling companions, we don't force them to eat with strangers and so forth. It's their traveling companions and perhaps newfound friends. And it really brings the, the um, dining experience to a completely different level.
0: And can you talk more about the, op- the dining options and the different venues?
1: Yeah, so we have uh, the Waterside Restaurant, which is our uh, main restaurant, and that's open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner with a la carte service uh, for all three meals, and then also um, a side sort of uh, marketplace concept for during breakfast and lunch. Then we have our Bistro Restaurant, which by day is sort of like a Viennese cafe. Um, throughout the day, there are all kinds of wonderful options like uh, fresh fruits and pastries and charcuterie and cheeses and so forth. And that's really wonderful. And then in the evening, um, we turn, we transform the restaurant into a tapas restaurant. But it's not just tapas from, let's say, Spain. We actually feature tapas from across the globe. So it's a variety of different foods and it's an endless array of great selections that are prepared by the chef again, to order and so forth, it's very nice. And then our third restaurant um, that's on all of the ships is the Vintage Room Experience, which we have on our ocean liners, and we brought the same concept to the river ships. And this is where we pair, um, with either a lunch or a dinner experience, where we pair really fine, grand vintages of wines and champagnes with a gourmet meal as the complement to it. Um, Dinner is usually eight courses with nine wines and champagnes and lunch is four courses with five wines and champagnes. And when I talk about like grand vintages of wines, I'm talking about things like you know, 2009 Dom Pérignon or 2005 Chateau Lafitte as one of the wines that we provide generous pours for during this meal experience. And so it's a really fantastic, very indulgent experience, and guests love it. The cool thing about it as well is that during the meal, um, you are learning from the sommelier about the wines and the vineyards that produce these wines and champagne. So it's a learning experience as well.
0: Yeah, that. You know, and it it does, it's just, it's all about that experience. And it's not about sitting, you know, in that moment, it's not about sitting down and eating dinner. It's about having that entire experience that people are expecting when going on a
1: luxury cruise. Right. That's absolutely correct. Making sure as well that the right beverages are paired with that meal. We have a, a really extensive collection of inclusive wines, over 24 inclusive wines with certified trained sommeliers who offer recommendations to the guests to suit, again, their palate and whatever they they're choosing for the meal, and then we have all of our wonderful specialty coffees and cappuccinos and espressos and and uh, fresh squeezed juices and so forth. It just really um, it, it it makes the whole experience. And by the way, I forgot to mention because you mentioned dessert and it kind of it brought it to memory. Um, we have probably the most talented bakers on board our river ships because all of our desserts and breads are made from scratch, fresh on board. And believe me, my waistline could guarantee you that those boats are very good.
0: Yeah, but I mean, and it's like you, I, I want to talk a little bit more about the wine pairings, because I have been on so many ships, and there's, there's nothing wrong with this. But where I go to dinner and I have the same wine that I have every day that I buy at Publix and it's not, you know, I buy it every day. It's not bad wine, but it's not that experience that I want to get going on a ship and paying the amount of money that I'm paying and, Sure. And it's about, you know, and I don't want to have to make that choice. I want someone to do it for me. And while we talk so much about why choice is a good thing on the river, it's nice to just be able to sit down and have that experience and have those pairings and have things presented to you and in knowing that they're going to be presented in a good way.
1: Yeah. And, you know, with that, having said that, because you, you bring up a very good point, um, our collection of wines are specific to the region that's very very important to us because there, there's a reason why people are traveling to these destinations. They want to have an immersive experience. They want to get to know the destination and so forth. And so we make sure that our collection of wines are regionally our regional you know selections. Um, of course, we will have some of the global favorites. You can't you can't go anywhere without having choices of California Chardonnays and so forth. But we make sure that we have some of the best German and some of the best Austrian and some of the best Slovakian wines that you can find on our ship so that guests feel like they are there. They are part of the destination. They're learning about the destination. And the great thing is I love hearing people, you know, taking photos of the the wine, uh, the you know, wine labels and, and talking to the sommeliers and then going back home and trying to find those same wines because they enjoyed them so much.
0: And I mean, to, to stray away from dining a little bit, that was a great kind of overview and, and uh, but I want to talk about the level of service on the ship in general, and you're talking about the small and you're talking about the bakers, but the crew in general, and having this fleet that's all butler, I mean, we see that on the ocean, that you have these all butler fleets, and uh, why do you think it's so important to bring that concept to river cruising?
1: Well, again, it's because the, that's what the luxury traveler uh, is, is looking for. So, you know, on the crystal ocean ships, Um, the rooms that sell first on our ocean liners are the penthouse category and higher. And that's where we have our butler service. And, And we can't have enough of those rooms. In fact, both Crystal Symphony and Crystal Serenity just went through major dry docks, major renovations, where we built more penthouse suites into the ships because we just don't have enough of them. So we saw that naturally there's a demand for this level of experience. And so... Uh, since the river cruise uh, concept was all new for us, it was easy for us to say, "Okay, we're going to go to an all-butler experience on the river ships, as we now also have on the Crystal Spree, and we'll have on our expedition ship as well, because that's where we see um, where we've seen the greatest demand." And um, you know, to to achieve that, basically, and to achieve all of the other things that we have, like the bakers and all these wonderful chefs and so forth. We basically ended up with a crew complement that's twice the number of any other river cruise um, experience and And that's because that's what's required to deliver this level of service and and um, options,
0: yeah, and I think that's something to be said as well about butlers is that it's not something that you know that you need until you have it, yeah, and it's kind of one of those things where like i've I've been on multiple cruises and I've only been on a few river cruises, but you know, it's like well, when I'm honest in a on a cruise with a butler, I know that I don't have to worry about everything. Everything is already going to be taken care right. of. And when I'm on a room with a traditional steward or stewardess, it's not that I'm not getting attention, but it's I'm not getting that level of attention. I'm not getting that okay. I'm going to drop everything that I'm doing right now and make sure that you have what you want because that's what's important.
1: Right, and it's and when you have a butler, it's a much more personal and personalized experience. Um, I love getting notes from the guests who say to me, you know, I want to take my butler home um, and things of that sort. We had a guest recently um, who had gone on one of our river ships uh, that ended in Amsterdam and then she was going on the ocean cruise ship that was starting in Amsterdam. And she loved her butler so much she asked her butler to escort her over to the ocean ship, right, it was one of ours, uh, so that the butler could introduce her to the crew on board and he could share with them all of her likes and dislikes and so forth because she said no one knows her better than her butler. And, and yeah. so that's just a really um, nice relationship between a guest and a crew member that, that makes for these special moments that people um, don't often find in their, in their daily lives
0: yeah and how do they have that experience with the crew uh, apart from the butlers but you you say you know that the crew knows you and they get to know you and your likes and dislikes and and how does the rest of the crew do that as well
1: yeah you know for crystal the number one core element of the crystal experience is the service that you get on our ocean liners on our yacht and expedition ships and on our river ships as well it's the number one experience these folks are just incredible um They make the essence of the crystal experience and how they interact with the guests and how they serve the guests. And it's done in a very, um, polished yet unpretentious manner. Um, it's anticipatory service. It's, you don't really have to ask for much and relationships do develop, uh, true friendships do develop between our crew members and, um, our guests i was uh i was on the crystal debussy in october and one of our bartenders on that ship has worked uh, on crystal ocean previously and there was a guest who came into the palm court where he was serving and he went over to the guests and said mrs so-and-so and she looked at him and he goes i sailed with you six years ago on the crystal serenity do you remember me and she looked and she just couldn't believe it because she didn't expect to see someone that she knew on the river ship. But yeah. here, she, here he was and he remembered her. That's the kind of bond that our guests um, have with our crew members. And that has what has always made Crystal so exceptionally different than any other luxury uh, line.
0: And I just want to tack on to that. You say that she wasn't expecting to see someone that she saw on the ocean ship. But I mean, I'm sure especially not for him to recognize her after a huge, you know, you have huge groups of people on those sailings. And yeah. a huge is relative in the industry, you know, but a large group of people. I can't even remember someone's name that I met
1: two seconds ago. Yeah, it, it definitely takes a certain art Um and uh it's not one that i'm personally very good at i'm like you i, I will remember a face but will forget a name yes uh but these guys are just really very very good at it and um, and i love i love to see and hear the stories all the time of when this occurs these kinds of friendships and relationships you see it on our ocean liners all the time on the gangway when someone who's been with us uh before there's always usually a crew member there who recognizes them and says, oh, my goodness, welcome back. It, it's like a true homecoming when you go on a crystal ship. Yeah.
0: And, you know, we talk we've talked about the dining and we've talked about the stuff. It seems like the natural next thing to talk about is just the design of the ship itself and and what the ship itself offers, because we've talked so much about the people but the, the physical ship itself. So yeah. can you highlight
1: some of your favorite things on board? Well, let's, let's start with Crystal Mozart. Uh, and she's my favorite baby, although I never tell the other ships that, by the way. Um, <laughs> okay. You know, Crystal Mozart is just the, the most unique river cruise ship in Europe. Um, she is twice as wide as any other ship, yet carries very few guests. She only carries 154 guests, serviced by 92 crew members. And one of the best things about Crystal Mozart, um, well, there are many, but, you know, the smallest room is 219 square feet in size, which is really huge for a river cruise ship. And the biggest rooms are 883 square feet in size, which are the largest in the river business. Which are the size of Um, my apartment, so. (laughs) Mine is smaller. (laughs) Um, And then, you know, she has four restaurants and four distinct lounge spaces, which is just exceptional. Um, the the amount of social spaces that that ship has um, is really just unrivaled. And then she has the largest spa of any river cruise ship in the world, likely, with the beautiful indoor pool and whirlpool and relaxation lounges and massage treatment rooms and a separate salon and um, his and hers sauna and steam rooms. I mean, it's just, and two fitness centers as well. The, the space is just simply exceptional. And so she is a very, very exceptional ship um, and 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 just absolutely elegant. She also has a, a full wraparound promenade deck, which no other river cruise ship has. And so again, she's a really exceptional ship. Um, the four new builds, the four sister ships, we call them the Rhine class ships, um, Crystal Bach, Crystal Debussy, Crystal Mahler and Crystal Revelle, they too are exceptional in their own way. Um, They are 135 meters long, so they're, you know, as long as a river cruise ship can be in Europe. And usually ships of that size will carry anywhere from, uh, you know, 158 to 212 passengers, depending on whether it's a ship for a premium river cruise line or a mass market river cruise line. But these four ships only carry 106 guests, so far fewer guests of ships of their equal size with rooms that 70 percent of the rooms are 253 square feet in size with double vanity bathrooms and walk-in closets and all of the guest rooms are located above the water line so they're all on deck two and three we don't have any on deck one what we call the swan view rooms and so again really really um, unique and innovative design they also have a main social space called the palm port lounge where it's, um, its the lounge is built so that it's walls of glass on the side and then the majority of the ceiling is also made out of glass. So when the ship is cruising in some of these fantastic places like the Rhine Gorge or the Wachau Valley, the guests can be in the lounge and still get to see all this magnificent scenery from the comfort of the lounge. They don't have to go out on the top deck to, to do so. We um, lets in a lot of light and makes the room feel very spacious and airy, and it's just fantastic. Very, very innovative ship design here, um, and and one that has just taken off. Our guests have just really uh, taken a big liking to these these four ships because of their design and their sense of spaciousness.
0: Well, and I mean the design of the ships. I haven't been on a Crystal River cruise, but just seeing pictures, I mean the staterooms are so beautiful. The all the public spaces are so beautiful. And you just you see an elevation and design and, and it's like we've talked about this whole time. It's just the expectation of the guests. And that's what they expect on these luxury. And as luxury travelers, they have a certain standard. But I would even say that you've surpassed that because the ships are so beautiful.
1: Yeah, thank you. The the great thing about it, um, and when one of our guests summed it up quite well, when I, um, when Crystal Mozart was first sailing, I met this guest who had sailed with us with Crystal over 30 times. And I um, had greeted her on the gangway of the ship, and I was escorting her to a lounge and so forth. And she grabs me by the hand, and she says, Walter. And I said, yes. And she goes, it feels like home to me. It feels like it's a crystal ship. And and we hear that all the time, I mean, particularly if, if guests have been on the Crystal Spree, or um, if they've been in, you know, on Symphony and Serenity, it feels like a Crystal ship, the River ships, and that's exactly what we wanted to make sure that we accomplished well.
0: Yeah, you don't want to lose your brand on an offshoot. You want to make it. You want to solidify it. Correct. So, and then I think that you know we've done a good job talking about the ship and and the crew and is there anything else that you want to add
1: yeah you know it at the end of the day uh, our aim is to make sure that we you know deliver a very very fine experience for people we want people to have the best vacation they could have ever imagined and and we work very hard at that and so um we we don't pretend to be perfect but you know one of the nice things about our our company is that we're constantly iterating, we're constantly looking at ways to to um, raise the bar, right, and go to a higher level. And and uh, last year we, we did that with our shore excursion program, and all I can say is stay tuned for more because we're working on some other really exciting stuff to, again, raise the bar uh, in this experience and, and continue to be the leader in luxury river cruising
0: yeah and 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 your your point about not being perfect brings me to my final question and you know looking at ways to better yourselves and and i want to talk about water levels because it's been something that i've talked about with all of my guests and how you all handle this situation and it is one of those situations where you just have to say kind of okay well this is happening and here's how we're going to deal with it and can you speak more to how um crystal dealt with that
1: yeah um so you know this was of course a very challenging season um, you know, for us, it first starts off with the first fact of managing the expectations and making sure that that guests are aware that this is always a possibility. And so we actually point that out in our brochure that hey, there are going to be times when there may be water level situations that that dictate a change. Um, our philosophy was this season is that guests, at the end of the day, booked a river cruise vacation, and so it was our job to make sure that we delivered a river cruise vacation which meant that we didn't do bus tours and we didn't run people all around Europe you know, for six and seven hours on the bus and so forth. We simply took the time um, and the attention to detail to find alternate places where guests could go where they could still enjoy a river cruise vacation. And so that's what our ships did. We, we sailed all the time and we just went to different places than where we originally intended to go. And every one of the guests who went with us told us they really appreciated that because they were hearing the stories of people sleeping in hotels for nights on end or you know, changing three or four times to different ships or being on a bus for seven hours in the day, you know three hours one way and four hours the next way and so forth. And, and we didn't do any of that. And at the end of the day, our guests really appreciated that. They will come back to us because they want to go to the places they originally booked, and they saw how well we managed the situation. With, you know? Sometimes changes were happening on the hour because of the changes in water level and so forth. We had great contingency plans and a great team with a great attitude that said, at the end of the day, we're going to make sure the guest has a great time, and that's how we manage the situation so well.
0: And I think that, as you say, it's a testament to your team as well as just the, the quick thinking, the creative solutions that it takes to be able to work around these issues. Because, as you said, I mean, it changes by the hour. There are some times when a ship could get into a certain port and then the next day it couldn't. And so I, it's okay. it's really about being able to think quickly on your feet. And I think that those creative solutions are apparent throughout your fleet as well and throughout the ships and throughout the staff as well and and looking at approaching this in a different angle and 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 it speaks to the situation as well as approaching this at a different angle and approaching this and maintaining your roots and maintaining your relationships with your customers
1: right you're absolutely right
0: well thank you so much for joining me today
1: thank you britain this was really a delight
0: Thank you so much for joining me today on Avid Travel with Britton Frost. We'll see you next week. Well, we will not see you next week. I will see you next week because as I said at the beginning, I will be flying solo the next week or two. Uh, But I will see you all back next week and I hope that you have a great week. If you're interested in ocean cruising, make sure to go over to Avid Cruiser. I am currently on uh, Holland America Line's new Stottendam. So you can follow my journey there if you feel so inclined. Have a good week, everyone. Bye.